Have you ever been in a storm in life where anxiety is attacking you, the enemy is speaking to you, and you're looking everywhere for your peace? Find out where to find it next on Consuming Fire Network. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God for everybody tuning in today. Uh, this is your host, Bryson Ricardo Butler with Consuming Fire Network. And on today, I want to talk about uh, the son of peace, the son of peace. We know God, uh, we know Jesus Christ. He's the Messiah. He's the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. He's our salvation. He's our healer. He's all these things. But how many of us know that he is are peace. So that's what I want to talk about today because there's a lot of situations, there's a lot of storms, there's a lot of circumstances that arise, but unless you know Christ as our prince, as the son of peace, it's very hard to go through that battle. So Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you in advance for the teaching on today. We just thank you for your spirit, the Lord God, taking over the lesson on today in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We pray, Father, that our ears be open, that our hearts be attentive, the Lord God, and that you change our mind, the Lord God, and elevate our spirits on today in Jesus name we pray amen amen hallelujah the son of peace the son of peace so for that I want to go two different places uh, the first place I'm going to go to uh, Mark st. Mark chapter 4 and then we're going to go to the book of st. Luke uh, actually Luke chapter 10 so Mark 4 and Luke chapter 10 amen hallelujah and I'll start in Mark and very familiar passage is where Jesus actually calms the sea. Amen. Uh, so in Mark verse, let's start at uh, verse 37, Mark 4 and 37. And there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, talking about Jesus, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, Carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Amen. Now flip with me to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. I'll start the first verse. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place, whether he himself would come. Therefore said he unto them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray, thee, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Carry neither purse, nor scrip, nor shoes, and salute no man by the way. And into whatsoever house ye enter, first say, Peace, peace be to this house. And if the Son of Peace, that, that's our topic, and if the Son of Peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. And in the same house remain, eating and drinking such things as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house. Amen. Amen. Again, talking about the son of peace, the son of peace. So we're talking about peace and we know Christ is uh, as the prince of peace, but now we know him as the son of peace. But 
what is peace? <laughs> uh, it's defined a lot of different ways. Uh, peace is, uh, if you look it up in the dictionary, it's, it's a state of harmony uh, between two different parties. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a state of being on accord or concord with another person. Uh, it's a state of tranquility of the soul, of the mind of a person. Uh, but I looked this up in, in the Greek, and it's a word... Irene, and, and that's how you pronounce it, is Irene, uh, kind of like uh, in Jamaican, you, they say a lot of times, hey, everything Irene, everything's Irene, that means that's kind of where, that's where that word comes from. Uh, it means a place of peace, like everything's peaceful, everything's harmonious, everything is on one accord, everything's going going my way, Irene. But if you look it up in the, in the Greek, the root word Irene literally means and I love this definition. It's exemption from the rage and the harm of war. Exemption from the rage and harm of war. So this peace, it does not exempt you from the war itself. It doesn't exempt you from battle. It doesn't exempt you from fighting the enemy, but exemption from the rage and the harm that would otherwise occur from warfare. So the first thing we need to know about peace is yes, we need peace in the middle of the war. It's not going to sideline you from the battle. It's not going to exempt you from going up against the enemy, but my mindset will be at a state of tranquility. My soul will be at ease even when the enemy comes in like a flood the Lord said he will lift up a standard my peace will kick in so it would not affect me in the midst of a battle that's why we need this son of peace the son of peace so as we read this Jesus Christ himself actually gives a deeper revelation of what peace is and what peace can do and I haven't seen this before he unlocked it to me recently because let's set this up First of all, let's understand the state of mind that Jesus Christ is in. Jesus Christ is like in the last, he, this is like the last time he's going to minister to such people. I don't know if you've ever seen like a fireworks show, you know, they start with the, with the fireworks and all that. But once it commences, like, you know, you're at the end and they just start sending off everything. It's just shooting off everything. A last salvo, a last, uh, a last hurrah for the show. This is Jesus's last hurrah. Why do you say that? Because other times he sent out before he sent out his 12 apostles to, to preach and to heal people. This time he sent out 70 disciples because after this, he knows he's going to Jerusalem to be offered up unto man, to be crucified for our sins. So he said, this is my last ditch effort. I'm going to preach to as many cities as I can. So he's sending off a last Sabbath. He's sending, he's sending off 70 disciples at the same time to preach into all these different cities. Why is that important? Because look at what Jesus tells him. If you go back down to verse, let's go back to verse five and into whatever house you enter first say peace be to this house. Not only that verse six, and if the son of peace be there, Jesus Christ, the son of peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. So two things, like when, when Jesus talks, he really, pack, he's really condenses stuff. Like he packs in a lot in one sense. You really have to kind of, kind of dig through it to get the whole meaning. So first, what he's saying in that little bit of a passage, uh, Jesus is saying peace is transcendent. 
Like there's no barrier. There's no block that peace is not relegated. It can't be stopped by space or time. Tr peace is transcendent. So no matter who tries to stop it or tries to take it from you, peace has the power to surpass it. Why do you say that? Well, look at it. He said, uh, if the son of peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. Wait a minute. If Jesus is here now, they're going to through Samaria. So if Jesus is outside of Samaria and the disciples are going into Samaria to preach, Jesus is coming through those cities. How can he then say, if the son of peace be there already? Think about it. So Jesus is outside of Samaria, sending his disciples into Samaria. But he says, if the, if the son of peace is there in that house where you're at, if the son of peace is there, then your peace will rest upon that house. So how can the son of peace be in two places at the same time? So he's saying, I'm going to be all outside of the city waiting on you to do your thing. But I'm also going to be there as a son of peace. So when you see me there, then go ahead and release your peace upon the house. Because even though I'm outside the city, I'm in the household with you. Even though it seems I'm outside of the assignment, I'm right there stepping with you in your ministry. Even though it seems like I'm outside of your finances, I'm right there in your bank account making sure that everything's right. Even though it seems like I'm outside of your children's lives, I'm right there in their schoolhouse praying over them, making intercession with you. The Prince of Peace, the Son of Peace is with us. Everywhere. So he's saying, I'm the son of peace. Not only that, this peace that I speak of, just like I'm transcendent, that time and space has no hold on me. It can't constrain me. I can be here and there. I can be outside of Samaria and in a Samaritan's house while you're speaking to them about the kingdom of God. At the same time, the same is with my peace. There is no block. There is no barrier that can stop the peace of God. You can be going through the worst trial that you've ever been through. And the son of peace is right there. You can be going through the fiery furnace. And the son of peace is right there in the flame. You can be going through a mental breakdown. Your sanity is being rocked by the enemy and the son of peace is right there. He said, my peace, if the son of peace is dead, then you can release it upon the house. Now, another thing he said about peace in this short passage, he's saying there's, there's different types of peace. There's a personal peace and then there's an, a piece of the atmosphere. So what he's saying is, again, let's read this. And if the son of peace be there, your peace, my personal peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again and in the same house remain eating and drinking. So he said, no matter what, if the, if the son of peace is there, whether you release your peace or withhold it and have it return back to you still, either way, stay in the same house eating and drinking. Still preach what I told you to preach. Still say what I told you to say. Even if the son of peace, if, if you can't feel the presence of the son of peace there, still do and say what I told you to do and say in that house will fulfill your assignment either way. So he's saying in this assignment, either way, there's going to be peace. Now, he, there's two types of peace that he mentions. There's a personal peace and then there's an atmospheric peace. So he's saying if the son of peace is there, then feel free to release that peace. So my peace will go over the household. I can speak my peace, this peace that Jesus gave me for this assignment. I can speak it over the atmosphere, over the household, and the whole household will be full of peace. 
But if the son of peace is not there, then the peace that I spoke out, I can have it returned unto me. So now it's no longer an atmospheric peace. The whole atmosphere may not be full of peace. Now it returns to me. Now it goes back to being my personal peace. So even though there's no peace in the atmosphere, I have peace on the inside of me. So he's saying either way, there's going to be peace in the assignment. Now, what, what, what's the difference? And, and, and personal peace affects me. Atmospheric peace affects the whole surrounding. So in this instance, it could affect the whole family, the whole household, the whole area. But it just depends on whether the son of peace is there, whether they have a peace uh, in that household, whether that household receives the son of peace in our lives through our actions, through our words, through through uh, through the way that we think, through our mind, through our intellect, through our, our, our way of doing things, through our endeavors, we can accept and reject peace. Everything may be going wrong, but peace is still available. Have you ever been in an assignment? It seems like everything's going wrong. Everything's going haywire and you felt so much peace. I mean, you're on the job. This person's getting a pink slip. That person's getting let go, but there's such tranquility. But then on the opposite end, have you been in a situation and you allow the atmosphere to control your peace? Even though it doesn't have power over hold or hold over your peace, you allow the situations to dictate how you should feel. So now in my mind, I've rejected the peace of the son of peace. And now the peace goes back. Now, now it's no longer over my household. See, he's saying that we have the power to release our peace. So could it be that in my household, when things are going haywire, instead of uh, instead of yelling at people, instead of getting upset with the circumstances, instead of getting getting loud and boisterous over the circumstances, what if I were to just release my peace? See, the son of peace is saying, I've given you the power to retain your peace and to speak it over households and situations and circumstances over your neighbors, over your family. Maybe they don't need another prophecy. Maybe they don't need you to lay hands. Maybe they just need you to speak your peace over that situation. Jesus is saying, I need you to speak your peace over that household. And then he gives an example where we started at. If you go back to Mark chapter four, and the reason I like this example is because this same story is in the book of Luke, but I like Mark's version better. See, Luke, he's a physician. He's called the beloved uh, physician. Uh, and he's usually more detailed. He, the book of Luke is usually more detailed than all the other gospels, except in some instances, such as this instant, because if you read this same story in the book of Luke, when Jesus got up, all it says is when Jesus got up in the ship and they were all the disciples were screaming, saying we perish and all that. He got up in the book of Luke. All it says is that he rebuked the storm. In Mark, it takes it a step further. It says not only did he rebuke the storm, it says how he rebuked it. It tells you what he said to the storm. Go back to verse 39. And he arose, Mark 4, 39. And he arose and rebuked the wind. He rebuked it and said to the sea, peace. Peace, peace, be still. He realized that in the atmosphere with his disciples screaming bloody murder, there, it, there was no peace. Lord, we perish, save us. They had no peace, but Jesus had peace on the inside. So while the storm is raging, he didn't, need, he didn't pray, he didn't fast, he didn't prophesy over it. He gave his peace to the storm. Maybe that's our problem. Maybe it doesn't need another fasting. Maybe it doesn't need a, a, a prayer session. 
Maybe we're spending too much time speaking the word over it when Jesus is saying, you see that storm, you see those waves, you see the sea arranging. Why don't you release your peace over the storm? Jesus said, peace, peace, be still. He didn't, he didn't use his title. He didn't speak his accolades. He didn't say, I'm the king of kings, the Lord of lords. I made you. I, I say right now, you stop. He said, peace. I'm full of this peace. The peace that I have, I'm spreading it now. It's going from a personal peace to a, a peace in the atmosphere, an atmospheric peace. Now, this same peace that I have, I need my atmosphere to have this peace that I have. Peace be still. So now this whole sea, this whole household as the disciples go out, the whole atmosphere is full of the peace that we have on the inside. This is what we need to practice. The son of peace is showing us how sometimes we can go into a situation. And I know we love to pray, which is great. And we love to speak the word over, it, which is great. We love to rebuke this demon and that demon and, and cast this out and bind this up and strike that down and cast that down and tear down this stronghold and, and do all that. But right now, the son of peace is saying your peace is a weapon. Your peace is so, your, I didn't know my peace could be this powerful. Again, it's the exemption of the harm of war, even though they're in a storm, even though they're in a battle, even though they're in a war, their peace won the war. Their peace won the battle. Jesus saying, you saw me speak my peace over an unruly situation. I challenge you this week to start today. I've already started. I've spoke peace over my entire household, over my finances, over my family, over the ministry, over everything that would try to attack me. I spoke peace over every wind and wave that would come into my life. I pray that you do the same. He's saying peace. Peace be still. Speak your peace. The son of peace is saying, I'm here with you. I've given you the weapon. Yes, I gave you power to lay hands on the sick. Yes, I gave you power to speak the, the expulsion of demonic influences out of bodies. Yes, I gave you the power to speak the gospel of the kingdom of God being at hand, the power to preach. But yet I gave you another weapon, another uh, uh, arrow in your quill, another blade and sword in your arsenal, peace. So I challenge you and I admonish you and I pray, try peace. First of all, before you can speak peace, you need to be in a state of peace. You can't be in a state of peace if you don't have peace with the people of peace. If you don't have peace with the son of peace or the people of the son of peace, meaning the people of God, you can't use peace in your, in your atmosphere. A lot of us, Want to want to use the things of God without getting along with the people of God? Or I have an alt with my brother or sister. Or I have uh, I have something in my heart. I have an alt against this situation. That they did me dirty. They talked about me. They lie behind my back. I have such anger and bitterness towards them. You need to clean that out. That peace is not going to work. That, that peace. So before you speak peace into the atmosphere, make sure your spirit, my spirit, we need to have it sanctified to even hold peace. Peace needs to be incubated. And in a sanctified atmosphere, in a sanctified vessel in order for it to be effective. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we just thank you for sending your son, the son of peace, Lord God, the prince of peace, Lord God. We thank you for our ability, dear Lord God, to have our peace go out into our atmosphere, dear Lord God, calling the winds and the waves to go into households, dear Lord God, making it easy, Father, to proclaim that the kingdom of God is at hand, dear Lord God. 
We just praise you and magnify your holy name, the Lord God. And we pray and we thank you in advance for peace in our household, peace over our families, peace in our school systems, peace in our nations. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, peace in everything that you would have us to do. It's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Hallelujah. So I praise God for everybody tuning in. Again, this is your host, Bryson Ricardo Butler with Consuming Fire Network. Until next time, God bless.